top five crypto stocks. This is a very important episode because when Bitcoin pumps 10%, these pump 30%. They can be typically less risky than altcoins, but offer some amazing opportunity. Obviously, no financial advice, but you need to watch this episode. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of The Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. This is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing the top five crypto stocks. What are they? Why are they important? And how can you benefit from these when Bitcoin goes into a bear market rally mm. or enters the bull run? I mean, these stocks, let's say 90% of people aren't really into crypto yet. You know, it's confusing to get a MetaMask, a seed phrase, etc. But where can big institutional buyers, where can baby boomers who want to get a part of crypto, if you will, mm. they can do it through the stock market. And these stocks are an easy way to get involved and see some serious gains because from our research, when Bitcoin does have a 10% pump, these go up 30, 40%. It's insane. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of our viewers for sure. Most people are just into crypto. They don't know a lot about stocks, but we felt it was an important time to do this episode because of the things Josh just mentioned. One, it's important, important to learn about diversifying your portfolio. You know, I know if you're heavy in crypto, maybe it's nice to have some stocks. It's nice to learn how to get into the stock game. And as a person who's into crypto, you're going to find you know a lot about these companies because these are stock public companies that operate in the crypto sector. So it's a good segue. It's a good bridge, right, from crypto to stocks. So we've got, you know, we've got our top five. We've got some everything from large cap giant stocks to small cap gems. So, yeah, make sure you watch this episode to the end because there's some pretty good names on here. So these stocks are regulated. And right now, crypto isn't very regulated. So you're not going to get a lot of institutional money that's going to come into the crypto sector yet. At some point, it, it may happen. You know, the SEC continues to reject um, a spot Bitcoin ETF. It's an easy way for institutional money to come in. I think, you know, look at, for example, how does Bitcoin keep running? You need, you need blockchain miners. You need Bitcoin miners. There's two really big names in the space that are doing a majority of the mining for Bitcoin. Yeah, 100%. So when you look at crypto stocks, when you look at Bitcoin stocks, you're going to see the two giants the large caps in the space the first one is marathon digital holdings the ticker is a uh, m-a-r-a mara so just to illustrate the point that we talked about as to why these are something this is something you have to look at from december to march which just passed december 2022 to march 2023 bitcoin went from 16k to 28.5k which is a 78 percent gain mara went from three dollars and ten cents to eight dollars and ninety cents that's a 287% gain. So this is like trading a leveraged Bitcoin or trading an altcoin, right? But it doesn't have the same downside risk potentially as altcoins have. These things can pump. And this is one of the biggest Bitcoin mining companies in the world. Yeah, absolutely. So um, so we have Mara and Riot, yeah? They're the two biggest ones. They seem to compete. You know, there's some other ones out there you could look at like Hut8, 
Hive, I believe. Yeah, we'll talk about some other ones later in the episode. Yeah. These companies, what's so interesting about them is the the regulations that are in place right now that aren't allowing big capital to get in into the crypto sector. So as the Bitcoin price rises, because these guys are accumulating Bitcoins, right? So you have, what is it, Mara? I think it was Mara or Riot. One second. So Riot produced 675 Bitcoin, an increase of 55%. Compared to February of the pre of the previous year, so the previous year they pr- produced four hundred thirty six. What ends up happening is as they increase their mining equipment, they end up accumulating more Bitcoin. Mm. In theory, and what a lot of people are, are anticipating is that the price of Bitcoin will go up. If these guys have Bitcoin on their balance sheets, their stock is going to balloon compared from a like a price to earnings ratio. Right. They could see some massive revenue coming through as the Bitcoin price starts to go up because that's what these guys are doing. They're accumulating Bitcoin. When we're in a bit of a bear, like a, a downtrend or a bear cycle, what ends up happening is they have to sell Bitcoin to stay afloat. But once we start to see that the uptick again, we see like maybe a year and a half run or a two year run of, bu- of a bull cycle. That's when you could see this thing go from $8 back to its previous high of 78 80 bucks. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, if if you're bullish on Bitcoin, if you're bullish on crypto, you need to be looking at these stocks. Now, Mara and Riot, they're pretty much the same. They have about, both of them have about a $1.5 billion market cap. They both are Bitcoin specific and a little bit of crypto mining stocks. They're both based in America. Uh, If you look at differences in their hash rate in terms of how they're mining Bitcoin, uh, Riot, the best I was able to find is 4.6 exahash per second. Whereas Mara is 3.9 exahash per second. So Riot may be a little bit of an advantage there. They both use a mix of pretty much the same Bitcoin mining hardware to actually mine the Bitcoin. But one differentiating thing that I found leads me to believe that I, I like one better, right? So Riot uses, Riot primarily powers their mining operations with grid power. Right. Marathon Digital Holdings uses a combination of renewable energy sources and grid power, grid power, and they're trying to become almost fully renewable moving forward. Now, I see a lot of tailwinds from the renewable energy and green energy sector, you know, being a Jolly Green investor, and even on the show, we talk about that kind of stuff quite a bit. So for me, the fact that Marathon is, uh, is kind of transitioning to become fully renewable, that puts them maybe one step above, the, above Riot because I think a lot of money is being invested into that sector, and you've also seen some potential regulations come in on Bitcoin mining because one of the knocks on Bitcoin is that mining it is bad for the environment. But if your mining operations are based in renewable energy, you could one, potentially receive subsidies from the government or two, be benefited by having a lot more investment of people who want to have that become the norm, right? So Ooh. I like that about Mara or Mara. I'm curious to know your thoughts on, I believe Mara is based in the U.S. Yep. And Riot has its headquarters in Canada. I wonder what that would mean from regulatory compliance, different tax brackets, or, you know, how can they navigate the legality? You know that obviously we operate in two different very forms. I know, you know, for example, Ontario was very like cracked down on Binance, for example, and been pretty heavy on it. I wonder if there's anything to be said for like where they operate. I didn't know. I, so from my research, I found that Riot's two main mining facilities, at least, are in uh, yeah, New, just, New York and Texas. Yeah, I just think they're headquartered. They're headquartered yeah. in, right? Maybe that's to get around some certain regulations. Yeah, that's what something. I'm wondering. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Uh, which country's going to crack down harder on it, right? Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. that's interesting. I didn't really realize they had their headquarters. I was just looking up where their actual um, yeah. mining things are. 
um, certain different things. Like they've entered into partnerships with um, different companies to build new facilities. Like they're both trying to, you know, expand and stuff mm. as they're looking towards the future of the Bitcoin price appreciating. Um, in terms of their business models, it's pretty much the same. Right, it so is. the only difference that I could find was the sustain, the sustainability focus of Marathon. For me, you know, I mean, honestly, if Bitcoin's going up, like let's let's not go wrong. You can basically just buy any of these stocks and it'll go up. In theory, when Bitcoin goes up, these are like three x leveraged Bitcoins, and it doesn't really matter if it's Raya, Riot, or Mara. They're both going to perform at a very similar clip. They but do. you know, we're analyzing them, we're splitting hairs. So, so for me, I like Marathon just because they're more renewable. The only thing, I, so I went to their uh, their balance sheet, and all I saw was that <clears throat> Riot, their cash, free cash, went from 312 mil down to 230 mil, whereas Mara decreased from 268 down to 103. Right. So they, they were burning through cash a lot more heavily um, during that time period. Um, I also noticed that their balance sheet for Riot, th- their total assets didn't really change, uh, where Mara's did, so... Mara actually had a net loss of $687 million, uh, which is pretty susta- substantial. Right. I mean, that could probably relate to the fact that they're investing in renewable sources and, like, changing their yeah. so power I think over to renewable. Long term, it could actually uh, benefit Mara. Yep. But right currently now, and, and if, if we can get through this, bull, if we can get through, like, this little bit of this bear market that we're currently in. Right. All of a sudden, when they start, when the price of Bitcoin goes up and now they have all these Bitcoins on their balance sheet, like... The world is, yeah, their oyster at that point. For sure, no, they're bo- both Riot and Mara need to be on your watch list if you're a stock trader and you know if you're looking to get into stocks from a crypto perspective. These are the the two leaders, no question. Um, there's maybe one other large cap crypto stock that we should talk about that's not a miner, which is Coinbase, right? Mm. So Coinbase, as everyone probably knows, is the leading exchange for crypto in North America. Now, they're publicly traded, and I kind of like that about Coinbase. Not the fact that I don't I don't exactly love the platform because some of the fees are ridiculous and you know I don't know it goes down sometimes blah blah blah, but the <laughs> fact that it's regulated right it's the only exchange that is at the regulation mercy of the SEC so we're seeing this massive wave of regulations and laws come in. Coinbase is the only one that's actually been vetted by them, so they may be the last man standing purely from the standpoint of they have a head start. They're already regulated, right? Yeah. So that is maybe something that could play in their favor. Based off their fees alone, I don't know how the stock price is in that a thousand bucks. Man, <laughs> some of the fees are ridiculous. Yeah, uh, look, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Coinbase. You know, I've tried to do some swaps on there and whatnot, and it just wasn't working too well, and the fees were ridiculous. Yeah, neither have I. Um, but in saying that, and everything that's happened with FTX, um, you know, and some of the other exchanges that operate within the U.S., this is the only one that trades on the stock market, and with that FTX collapse. Is the SEC going to try to do a little bit of a backdoor deal with with Coinbase? Yeah, I mean it's interesting. I also think I also look to Coinbase in terms of what they're doing with the layer two, you know, and how are the, how is the additional revenue sources going to be with any of the fees that they accumulate with Optimism within that ecosystem as well? Yeah, you know, can they start adding that to their balance sheets, et cetera? Like they're really trying to become this you know Web three giant. Well, yeah, so I like to see that Coinbase is trying new things and they're building. They're not just like, all right, we built this exchange that everyone's using in America and North America and stuff, and we're just going to run that and, and live off that. They're trying new things. They, they tried and potentially failed to launch an NFT marketplace wallet and app. Didn't really do so well. But the fact that they're trying, that 
and it speaks volumes to me. Now they're doing, so they launched a decentralized wallet, which I think yep. has taken off, and they're doing this layer two, right? So they're launching their own layer two blockchain, which is going to onboard a ton of different people, interoperate with all other blockchains. You know, they're building. They're continuing to build, right? So I love to see that. And yeah, you're right. They could generate millions of dollars off of fees if their layer two, t- if their layer two takes off, they're going to see massive revenue coming in from fees on that. And I'm wondering if like the traditional investor, the, you know, from the legacy markets is looking at the, f- understanding the fact that Coinbase has or is doing this, mm. you know, in, um, was it in 2020 when we were seeing that bull market, they, they reported $1.14 billion in revenue, a growth of 140%, right? We know that that trading volume has come down substantially along with the stock price. But once liquidity starts getting pumped back into the market, and once we start to see people flocking to crypto again, <clears throat> I posted that um, stat where crypto apps saw during a, uh, a previous week saw a 15% increase in downloads, whereas traditional finance, they saw a decrease of 3%. Mm. So if we start to see these traders start to come back and these type of numbers, Coinbase could do quite well. Yeah, for sure. And so going back to the, the comparison to how much Bitcoin pumped to how these stocks are pumped. Yeah. So in the same time frame that I was talking about with Riot and Mara and how they went up like 280%, Bitcoin went up 78%. Coinbase went from 33 to $84. So that's a 250% gain. So it operates in a similar way to like a leveraged Bitcoin, you know, 3x Bitcoin, right? right. So Coinbase, obviously, again, it's going to follow the price of Bitcoin. So... Regardless of what you think of Coinbase, it's a decent option to look at if you're looking to get a crypto exposure into your stock portfolio. Yeah, and I think as people continue to flock into crypto, you know, uh, depending on what these banks continue to do, et cetera, I think Coinbase will end up eventually being the leader um, within America. Yep. Uh, and I know that Coinbase is also venturing outside of America at the moment because of the, the SEC and the regulations are taking so long. They're saying, hey, look, we're going to start investigating um, outside of just the US. Yeah, for sure. So they could start capturing, imagine Coinbase starting out starts capturing people from Venezuela, yeah, from yeah. Brazil, from Portugal, et cetera. Like, right. it's a lot of additional revenue that I think this company could see. Yeah, it's something to put in your watch list on your crypto stocks watch list for sure. Now, when you're talking about, you know, everyone loves a small cap gem. <laughs> so <laughs> when you're talking about crypto or Bitcoin stocks, there are some smaller Bitcoin mining, smaller crypto mining, smaller exchange stocks that are out there. Obviously, they're going to be a lot more risky. But if the crypto bull run, when the crypto bull run eventually does come back, these are the ones get to see massive, massive gains. Mm. So qu- there's Hut, Hut 8, which you mentioned earlier. It's a Canadian Bitcoin mining company, market cap around $450 million. It's the same. It's a pure play Bitcoin mining. Then you have Hive Blockchain, which is another Canadian company, $275 million market cap. Now, interestingly enough, these companies didn't actually have as much of a gain as Mara and Riot did during this, like, little bounce we've had. So that shows that people are not really convinced. They're just buying the top ones, right? However, there is one small cap gem that went up 450% in this same time. So if you remember, Mara and Riot did about 250, 300%. Argo Blockchain, R-A-R-B-K, this is a UK-based Bitcoin mining company. Now, the thing that differentiates them is they have a combination of their own mining equipment, but they also sell mining as a service to customers. Right. So they've got a bit of a different business model and only an $85 million market cap. So the price of this stock went from $0.40 cents to $1.80. So 450% gain. That's interesting. So this one, it's the smallest market cap of these ones. It would be maybe the one that I would look at for those small cap gem stock gains, yeah. right? Also because they have a bit of a different 
less traditional business model. It's not pure play mining. It's mining plus software as a service. Right. No, I like that a lot. So that's an interesting one. So I think the way I would play these then if I'm using a bit of technical analysis, if I'm reading the macros, if I see Bitcoin get down to uh, an area of support that is very attractive to me, let's say, you know, trading at 28K at time of recording, goes down to maybe 25, which is another area or 20. That's when I'd probably look to personally, not financial advice. Yep. I'd probably like to buy you know, Argo. Maybe I'd put some capital into that because it's high risk, high reward, yep. 400%. But I'd also be looking into these top three that we mentioned between Riot, Mara, and Coin. So we're getting the exchange plus the other blockchain miners. And then some middle of the pack um, who could potentially see something. If the trust is there and they're, they're operating and making good money, then you could look at Hive and Hot8 as well. For sure. like, Or if you if you see a catalyst coming up or something on the day if a catalyst comes in that is going to give crypto like a massive mini bull run or ignite the bull run or just huge tailwinds, you know, Tesla accept Bitcoin again, whatever, you know, everyone, obviously you flock to Bitcoin, you flock to altcoins, but as you said, people don't usually realize a lot of our viewers again are just crypto people. You can go to these stocks and these are different ways to make money. You know, if you, if you time it right, obviously this is just our personal opinion, but it's just a different way of diversifying your investments. And I think, you know, as a crypto person, you understand the need for the miners. You understand the need for the exchanges. So it's not like a completely new company where you don't know the business model. You don't know why it exists. This is just a different way of still staying in crypto, but also learning the stock market side of the game, right? Yeah. So I think it's interesting to to do both. And and to that point, I just want to highlight it one more time is the fact that there's so much big money out there on the sidelines that just can't get into crypto because it's not regulated. Mm. This is one of the few ways that they can do it. And typically, it's often forgotten on our end. Yeah, for sure. So, hey, if you have any other crypto, Bitcoin, any sort of stock that relates to what we were talking about today that we missed that you like, put it in the comments and we'll check it out for next time. Let me make sure you guys tune to the next episode. Because that one is going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.